I'm Gabby. Welcome to another episode of the Happier Life Project, brought to you by free mental health and wellness app, My Possible Self, in partnership with the Priory Healthcare. In this episode, we are exploring the role that astrology and our birth chart, the time and date we were born, can impact our mental well-being and mental care. Because, spoiler alert, it can. Astrology is one of the branches of science that helps a person to learn about themselves, evaluate the life they are leading whilst offering the tools to help yourself to, as today's guest puts it, align and shine. But that's if you understand working with the planets and it gets a lot more intricate than simply turning to the back of the metro and looking at your horoscope. The Moon, Mercury and Jupiter are the most important planets responsible for the wellness of our mind. And incredibly, a person's birth chart gives plenty of hints as to what can make him or her sick. So, as astrology and our birth chart can affect us that much and also guide us to living better and feeling better, well, I wanted to dive in and learn more. Enter today's guest, Cosmic Cures Bex, a professional astrologer and cosmic coach who helps people align and shine with their own potential via the power of decoding their birth charts. Bex splits her time between the UK and India and has contributed astrology wisdom to Marie Claire, Vogue India, Glamour, Metro, and the independent and she's held moon ceremonies at lost village latitude and soho house i met bex whilst in goa and had the most amazing reading with her and i knew i'd found the right expert to help learn all about how birth charts work and how we can work with them and what is going on in the cosmos that can so powerfully influence our mental state and life decisions? Microphone in hand, sat outside the stunning Cassett Jolly on a beautiful sunny day, Bex and I got to work. You can literally hear in this interview the sound of the ocean at our feet and the palm trees blowing in the wind. Oh, if only I could do every interview in that environment. Anyway, ready to find a healthier, happier you? Let's get started. Well, it's my final day in Goa, in southern Goa, and I've got the most wonderful view to be sat down talking to today's guest. It's Cosmic Cures Bex. Welcome to the Happier Life Project. Thank you so much for having me, Gabby. And you're right, this is a stunning view. Yeah, it couldn't be many places nicer, could we? I mean, I can hear it in my headphones, the sound of the ocean, literally in the background. It's just magical. It's really, really relaxing. I think that's what's so glorious about Goa, is that there's a lot to do, there's a lot of fun to be had, but equally there are these pockets of tranquility that you can just plug into really, really easily. Well, before we get into you and the theme of the episode, I mean, I've got to ask, obviously, you're from the UK, but you live in India now in Goa, right? Or for some of the year? So I'm here for six months of the year. Um, I'm only legally allowed to be here for six months of the year on my visa. But actually, I think that's quite a good thing. I've been discussing this with a few sort of like friends who both live here or back in the UK and 
Goa is wonderful and India is incredible. It's one of these places where you can just get sucked into. And I can well imagine if I didn't have to go home, just kind of like waking up in two years time and still just being kind of cocooned and there's a wonderful tropical paradise. So actually, yeah, I spent six months in the UK going back for summer, checking with friends, checking the family, going to all the festivals. Um, and then as soon as it starts to get cold again, then back to India. <laughs> I mean, that sounds like a great combo, a great way to, to live your life. So you're an astrologer, cosmic coach, crystal healer and founder of the Moon Child Soriety. You help people align and shine with their own potential by harnessing the power of cosmic energy. So we've got to break this down, first of all, Bex, because that's that's a lot of things. How did you get into doing what you do? Let's start there. So I was fortunate enough to be brought up with all of these tools for self-development um, and all of these tools for connecting with your inner magic. I guess what a lot of people would consider woo-woo or kind of these hippie elements um, and that you've possibly come to later in life or they're curious about but never feel they can fully throw themselves into. I was growing up with them. Like my dad first came to Goa, I think, and he's a yoga teacher. So he first came back in like the 70s and it was so, so different. Obviously, he was taking yoga classes um, before there were huge kind of like yoga shalas and things everywhere. Um, he's worked with kind of like crystals. He was going to be a monk before he met my mum. So like luckily he did meet her and, and I was created. But growing up, um, especially because when he first came to England from South Africa when he was really young and he was really curious about all these things, there was no internet. So he would be ordering books about chakra healing and horoscopes and astrology and crystals and yoga and shiatsu and tai chi and qigong like you know from all over the world so i grew up with this library of just like physical books of like of magic it was incredible i'd go to school and kind of like do science maths and english and i come home and i'd just be like dipping into books about yeah like um reiki or kind of how, how amethyst can help change your vibration um we live near glastonbury as well so we would go yeah at the weekends and i'd like picking out my favorite crystals when i was sort of like starting from like six or seven um you know got my first pack of tarot cards when I was about 12 and was dabbling in it and then I went to uni and I, you know, I love English I love creative writing so I really focused on that and had a whale of a time at uni and through my 20s kind of dropped out of the whole spiritual side of things I think apart from in like at my core you know always having a very big strong connection with the universe and, and trust and always been like you know quite sort of like chilled in my way with that and then in my 30s just really felt a pull back to it felt a pull back to like working with the moon working with astrology working with crystals and wanted to in some way help and inspire others so that's when I set up my cosmic cures platform um, and it, yeah it just really really took off and it's just amazing to be able to connect with so many people on so many different levels and offer them the tools as well the tools that can help them well, as you saw my expression after our reading, which we've literally just finished, I mean, it was so, it was like you were inside my head, but then like everything that you were looking at was, I mean, it was like in my birth chart. <laughs> so it's almost like my life was mapped out and I'm kind of following what is in the stars based on where I was born, what time I was born, all of this stuff. So if we could kind of go into that a little bit, like how does it work let's just go really simple like how does it work <laughs> so i can give you the premise of how birth charts work as, as in like how we read them and like what you're looking at and things um how it works on a scale of like 
what are the planets actually doing and how does it have an effect on fate versus our own kind of free will? I, I can't tell you. Um, I mean, we could philosophise here for hours if we wanted to do about that. Um, but you're, when you say map, like that's a very key thing that you said. Our birth chart is a map of the sky at the moment that we were born. So the planets are always moving throughout our solar system. And so whenever a new person is born, like each one of us, each person listening now, when they were born, the planets were in a certain constellation. They were forming a certain pattern with one another. And so the moment that you take your first breath is where we create this natal chart, this birth chart. And that is going to form the backbone of how we live out our experience in this lifetime. So each of the planets represents something. Mars is the warrior and it's where we'll fight, it's where we'll find motivation in life. Venus is the lover, it's how we'll react to relationships. It also um, is all about our values and our association with beauty, aesthetics. So we take all of these planetary archetypes and we see them in some way acting out within us. And so it's kind of no surprise that when um, you know how to to read a birth chart and you speak to an astrologer that they can tell you things about yourself because it's almost like a scientist looking at your DNA structure and saying oh well you're likely to have kind of this color hair or you're likely to have this color eyes you wouldn't look at one of those uh, look at what's what scientists saying that and say oh my gosh I'm acting out my DNA map mm-hmm. you know you just go oh yeah that's fair enough and I think with astrology obviously people can't quite wrap their head around the fact that the the planets have some kind of influence so the way that the planets in some way influence like what goes on in our lives the only way that I can really think about it is that if you think we are part of like this huge cosmic dance of all of these planets and then we've also got like around the sun like the sun is this huge huge mega star and we are in this orbit with you know these these other planets and none of them are crashing into one another we're all kind of rotating at like just as we should for like millions and millions of years mm. and that's because of energy like literally the reason that we are following this path is because of energy and we all just accept that on on planet earth which mm. is like oh of course of course that's fine like you know jupiter is this far away and saturn is this far away and like if you think about the moon even that is like a satellite that is orbiting earth that has an effect on the tides that has an effect on our emotions our sleep and that's tiny so zoom out a bit and look at jupiter and look at saturn and the fact that we are all caught in this huge cosmic energy mm. and we can't just explain it because we've not put the effort and energy into doing it and also maybe there's some things that we're just not supposed to know in this iteration of our lives but I don't find it difficult to believe that this sort of like cosmic dance that we are a part of in any way affects us and affects like how we are living out our experience on this lifetime mm. I think it makes complete sense I mean, yeah, wow. I'm going to read out from doing a little bit of research about astrology. The original purpose of astrology was to inform the individual of the course of his or her life on the basis of the positions of the planets and of the zodiac signs, the 12 astrological constellations, at the moment of his birth or conception. So do you think people were more willing to accept it back then versus now where everything's so scientific and it needs to be proven and seen because astrology has been going on forever hasn't it oh yeah of course it really has and and i think you're right like these days we have lost a little bit of that sense of magic um we've lost a sense of faith as well and that is partly due to this like boom in the internet but it's, it's also when you look at the way 
society does try and control us and you could say like capitalism had a huge effect on it as well because when you can control the, what people want from life and you can tell people that what's going to make them happy is you know earning this much money having this kind of car having this kind of house then you can control them in a sense yeah. and that's taking away autonomy whereas I think when you really work well with astrology then you give back a sense of autonomy because you say this is your map of of what's your sort of star given skills your planetary potential here you go it's like a gift it's like being a gift to understand yourself more when you work with astrology and astrology is one of these tools it's exactly the same as crystal healing it's the same as meditation and yoga it's a tool to help you grasp your place as something higher and something more in the universe that's mm. what it is but the more that we lean into wanting to be part of something more and understanding that we are a small, tiny part of this huge, huge expanse of energy, then suddenly we stop worrying about the little things. And it's far harder to control someone that is not worrying. So I think that's a really, really big part of it as well. And I think in terms of our mental, spiritual and emotional health and well-being, that sort of push-pull between what society and commercialism and on all the trappings of living in let's say the western world you should be doing this you should look like this you should have a car like this you should this and actually maybe a lot of that is going against your birth chart and then you're doing what is expected but you just don't feel right and then that takes its toll and manifests in these mental health illnesses and problems and we just don't feel good yeah I would completely agree and I think you've nailed it there and when we look at birth charts there's a huge amount to take into account but we have these things called the big three and that's our sun moon and our rising and there's kind of the first thing when you want to look into rudimentary astrology or if you're having a little investigate of your own chart I definitely say start with those things because the sun is where we're going to shine in life it's where we're going to find our purpose in some kind of way it's related to our ego it's our yang energy it's our active energy and when we align with our sun and the high vibrations of our sun, we find our purpose and we feel like, oh my gosh, I've located what it is that I am here to shine in, in this lifetime. The moon is our emotional side. It relates to our subconscious, our receptive yin energy. And it's what we need to feel nurtured in this physical body of ours. So it's what we need to self-soothe. It's also how we show nurture to others. So when you are aligned and you understand your moon sign, and suddenly when you do get these feelings of anxiety coming up, when you do get these feelings of instability, of fear, then it's so, so much easier to identify where it might be that those trigger points are, where those kind of like points of feeling disconnected mm -hmm. and so you can work with your moon sign in order to self-soothe then your rising sign is your motivation in this lifetime and it's where you're going to be motivated to make a change but also feel like you are on the kind of like direction that you should be mm -hmm. so it's so often that if I'm talking uh, or I'm reading for a client that's feeling super demotivated or that's feeling like they're on the wrong path which we all do at some stage in life sure then it's like okay well let's look at your sun sign are you putting your attention and are you putting your kind of your inner life force because the sun of our life force towards the things that your sun sign wants to shine in mm. are you directing your motivation towards the things that your rising sign wants to find some kind of like 
purpose in and are you allowing yourself to self-soothe or to feel nurtured in the way that your moon sign wants to feel kind of regulated in that way and it's when you put all those things together that you start to find this beautiful beautiful like map or direction and it's not going to like necessarily completely change your life and telling you that you've been living your life you know completely wrong but it just gives you these tools to help you feel so much more at ease with you know, like your own sense of being and it's, it is looking at my, my chart that you did for me. It's very complex. I mean, I described it as like a spider web, different threads, you know, with different colours. But then on top of that, then, you, you know, you mentioned about phases when we did the reading, like I've just come out of a two and a half year phase and I'm entering a new one. So, again, just there's so many layers to astrology, right? So, so many layers. Oh, my gosh. I mean, the and it's one of those things that when you start to look into it either on a professional level or you, you start to really take it seriously, you almost open up the box of, of potential and it seems never ending. Like you, there's natal chart readings, which is where you look at where the planets were when you were born and sort of distill all of that information to find out more about yourself as a person. Then we look at transit charts, which also takes into account where the planets are in the sky at the moment and the effect that they're having on your natal chart. So that's how we use predictive astrology to say when it might be better to do this or when you're like, as you say, moving into a phase of this. We can also look at sinistry charts, which is where you take two charts and you put them together. So for example, in relationships, so you can see how two people will sort of like get on essentially. Compatibility. Exactly compatibility yeah, within the synastry charts I specialise in self-developmental astrology so the work that I do with my clients is I want to be very very sure that I'm helping you have those conscious conversations with yourself that I'm sparking and activating your intuition you know so much in life so much is geared towards us again losing touch with that intuition and that's for all the reasons that we just mentioned mm. and one of the big questions that I get whenever I put up anything about intuition or about manifestation on, on my kind of social platforms is people saying how do I become more in touch with my intuition and it's a case of it's again it's not something to go out and search for something it's actually just to be still go within yourself like take a moment and stop your mind from traveling you know here there and everywhere in the chaos it's almost like to your intuition is discovering a reflection of what is going on within yourself so if you have this image of like this beautiful lake at nightfall the moon shining above and these turbulent waters what needs to happen in order for you to feel like you for the moon to be reflected back and that is that the waters need to still and it's exactly the same within us when we still those waters within ourselves when we stop our mind reaching out when we stop the the worries the anxieties the what ifs and we create this this sort of flat surface that's when we get reflected back to us what's happening within and that's what we do with astrology it's what we do with meditation it's what we do with crystals again all tools to help us find that inner knowing so all that said are there some things better left unknown? <laughs> Are there some things better left unknown? Um, I think the more that we understand about ourselves, the more of an adventure life becomes. I don't think that in astrology you're being given the answers. So it's not a case of some things being known and some things being unknown. We're being given these I keep on using the word tools because that's what they are. And I think the more gifts we have in our arsenal for approaching life, then the better, you know, like we're being given this wonderful chance to reflect 
on the way that we act, the way that we repeat patterns, the way that we like fall into times of like demotivation of like what our anxiety triggers are. I think that the more we know about ourselves, the better it like becomes so much more expansive. It's wonderful. I don't think in astrology there are any doors that remain need to remain closed because there, it's not like you can read a chart and say this is when you're you know god you're gonna die or something like that nothing like that is in there it might be that you have something like a pluto saturn conjunction in the 12th house which would talk to thing about things like loss or trauma but if you speak to a good astrologer then they're gonna simply say to you let's discuss your experiences the loss and trauma and you know if you want to talk about it and opening that could be the catalyst for some incredible healing that needed to happen mm. so yeah I think that the more you delve into it the better I've, I've never come across anything in any of my readings or my personal work um, that ever feels like oh my gosh that shouldn't have been said that shouldn't have been you know dived into I suppose we should flag a word of caution in terms of if somebody is emotionally like they're uh, struggling or they've experienced trauma if you think about like 12 star signs i think about the back of the metro newspaper where it's like here's the 12 thing and then here's like a few lines and this is your star sign this is your like your horoscope right mm-hmm. and you hear people say oh they're such a leo oh she's such a whatever but then that's very generalized and then also like you don't really know who's writing these horoscopes and so it's like how much do you really follow that because i've read some and i'm like or even if i've got a magazine and it's been a bit old so it's like from a couple of weeks ago and it's like oh this week this is going to happen for for all scorpios because i'm a scorpio and it's like no that didn't happen so I think it's like with anything, right, like finding a good yoga teacher versus somebody that's like done a course online, you know, you have to be careful. Definitely you have to be careful and and take all of these things, the pinch of salt. Um, What's interesting as well is that with horoscopes, the best thing to do is actually read your rising sign because astrologers predict what will happen via where the planets are moving through the constellations and in your chart that will determine where like the themes of your chart that it picks up by your rising sign so most people are kind of reading horoscopes not entirely correctly anyway um how do you find out your rising sign so you can just if you know your date you need to know your um time of birth as precisely as possible um shout out to mum for not knowing that (laughs) by about an hour yeah (laughs) she's only off by an hour (laughs) at least you got there at least you got there in the end but yeah you can just take your time your um place and your date of birth put it into a generator online like astro or astrocharts.com and it should come up and you'll get, get to know your sun sign your moon sign and your ascendant so that's your rising sign so that's a, a good way of kind of then approaching horoscopes but yeah I think it's, it is a case of finding someone that you trust that you get along with that do know what they're talking about that has been in it and has read a lot of charts for, for quite some time if you're going to go deep with it then mm. definitely so then like how often would you say get a reading and i think because your birth chart obviously doesn't change but then like we touched upon this like phases that you go through um you know where certainly like situations change and then i think it is not it's almost like a perhaps a grounding back to remembering your origins basically and what's happening in the cosmos when you were born yeah so i just wonder in terms of like 
if we were going to integrate astrology and birth chart readings into our life and helping us to build a happier healthier life with this information and knowledge like how often should we be checking in with ourselves in that respect so i check mine every morning that yeah. often yeah, yeah yeah without fail and it's just and my, it's a transit chart so my birth chart like you say doesn't change so i know what's happening in my birth chart but the transit chart changes all the time on a moment-to-moment basis because the transit chart just means it also follows the planets as they move through the solar system so the moon you know the fastest uh, moving luminary called the sun and the moon the luminaries that's moving through each of the constellations every 28 days which means that it's moving around the entire zodiac wheel in one month which means also it's hitting up all of my natal planets several times a month so one day the sun might be conjunct, which means next to my natal Venus, which is a really, really good time to dive deep into my emotionally charged views on like love, my values. It's a great time to socialize with women. It's a great time to relax. It's a great time to do something creative. So if I look in advance and I know that that's going to be happening on that day, then I'll schedule in some time with like female friends or I'll schedule in something creative. If, for example, I look at Mercury, the planet of communication, of ideas, but also our kind of way that we take short distance trips or that we plan out our days. If that's forming a harmonious trine with Uranus, which is the planet of kind of surprise, disruption, um, excitement, revolution, if that's happening, it's a really, really good day to completely rip up the rule book, completely change your schedule. If that's happening on, on a certain day, then I'll make sure that I visit a cafe I've never visited before. Or I will spend extra attention to the emails or invitations that I'm getting into my inbox and I'll say yes to something unusual and it's kind of just playing around with those things so I check it every day and that's because I have the luxury of being a professional astrologer so I can see it and know exactly what I'm talking about I've actually created a resource for people who want to check it every day it's not related to their birth chart but it's related to the cosmic energies so for example the sun when we're recording this has just moved into Pisces so we've now got Pisces season for four weeks and if you read, it's a subscription and it's a kind of diary, a calendar, where every day you get given a bit of information about what's going on in the cosmos and you get given a journal prompt. I'm big on journal prompts. I'm big on writing. Um, got a Virgo sun and a um, Virgo Mercury, both in the 12th house of healing. So for me, writing is catharsis. And so today, for example, the prompt will, do you get a bit of information about the fact the sun is going into Pisces and what that's going to mean for the next four weeks? And then you get a journal prompt and it will ask you about what have you felt intuitively pulled towards recently? Where can you embrace more flow in your life over the next four weeks? All of these things related to Pisces. Uh, a couple of days ago, we had Saturn conjunct the sun, which means that we can achieve huge things. Um, it's a really, really good time for laying down the foundations for future success when we really think about what we are goal-driven towards now and when we cut out and clear out all these kind of extraneous things that we've been leaking our energy on. So your journal prompt might have been about like what, two or three things am I going to take forward with and focus on succeeding in and what am I going to release now that's dragging me back the idea of this is it helps people align with themselves every day of the year in some kind of way and there's like women all over the world that signed up I feel very grateful that I get to offer this knowledge to them um, and it's just wonderful yeah and to find out more and to sign up that's on your website is it cosmiccures.co.uk yes it's on the website or it's on my Instagram which is cosmic underscore cures and then hit the link in my bio and it'll just be astro guide subscription and yeah head on to there oh i must like speaking of your links and and your offerings i have to ask you about what is the moon child 
sorority. sorority. Yeah. Sorority. That is just a community, a cosmic community of women. It's all online, but they they get out newsletters, and that is what the Astro Guide subscription was born from. Mm-hmm. So it's this group of women that just want to learn more about themselves via the cosmos and by becoming curious when it comes to all of these things when it comes to crystal healing I also created a crystal healing course that helps people understand how to use your crystals in a way that's going to actually help you know um, align your frequencies and and, ha- and how it why we use crystals you know we use crystals because they're like tuning forks for our energy mm. so it's a way of kind of um, educating people but it's also just this online community when you sign up to my newsletter which is free or the Astro Guide subscription which is um, sort of like a small fee for and it's a way of like, yeah, connection and understanding yourself more. Taking that thread and running with it, mm-hmm. um, speaking of energy, you have built your practices on the concept that where attention goes, energy flows. So if you could talk a little bit more about what you meant by that, I think I have a hunch. So where attention goes, energy flows is just like my mantra for everything in life. And it's essentially that we create the reality that we are existing in in a moment to moment basis. Yes, I'm sitting here in Goa with you, but also my mindset is a result of where I'm focusing my attention. If I wanted to be having a terrible time right now, I could be because I would allow my mind to think of all of my worries, all of my anxieties. Equally, if I wanted the moment to be like absolute pure joy, with practice you can do that by focusing on what you're grateful for so in our lives our thoughts create our emotions and our emotions create our actions so what we're thinking of what we're allowing into our mind this is going to cause an emotional reaction and that emotional can either be high vibration like it can be joy gratitude love thankfulness peace or it can be thoughts that trigger a low emotion like fear anxiety jealousy grief so when we put our thoughts onto things that create this high vibration emotion like love our actions are going to follow the actions that we take in life we're going to be loving to others we're going to take more risks because we feel confident in ourselves we're going to notice the wonderful things in life so much more and you know this isn't in any way enforcing sort of like toxic positivity which is where you are just like I'm just going to be happy no matter what happens I'm just going to ignore all of my fears it's not saying that but it's allowing yourself to take a step back take a deep breath and think how am I going to retune my mind so that I see the beauty in this situation the lesson in this situation the high vibration in this situation and in doing that your emotions slowly change and your actions follow after that and it's a process it's a learning lesson that we like continually go through Mm. And so then if people wanted to work more with their birth chart and work more with astrology, there's a lot of, as we mentioned, or as I mentioned, there's a lot of fakes, especially on the internet, you know, Uh, and these sites where I think the guidance could be in their wrong direction and setting people up for disappointment. So are there any good websites that you recommend that people could like put in their information and it would um, maybe at least give them an indication of where they're at? I guess I'm just like, it's the stepping stone before seeing somebody like you and getting an in-depth reading, just if that like curiosity is there, but they've never done anything like this before. Definitely. Um, There are websites where you can easily get up your birth chart so that's you know the first thing you get you you never you should never pay for someone saying oh i'll get your birth chart up for you because there are free resources everywhere so when you do you'll probably be like whoa that's a lot of 
information happening or I'm not quite sure what any of these symbols are uh, or I'm not quite sure what any of these squiggly lines are. So just take it back to basics very, very initially just get very simple and look at your sun, your moon and your rising. And I love um, Chani Nichols. So she's a really great astrologer. She's written a book called um, You Were Born For This. And it's just a really great introduction towards your sun, moon and your rising. And I particularly love her because she treats um, astrology in like a very open evolutionary sense in that it's all about how we can raise the vibration and of like public awareness and how we can help other people and how we can create more equality amongst people and how we can understand our birth charts in order to be a better person which I think is like you know such a wonderful thing to do highly admirable um, and also she explains things just really really well so websites I'm not like you know there's lots of things that you could google and find separate bits of information for but if you wanted just to like start your journey I would say that yeah her book like you were born for this is is a really really great one what about Susan Miller oh so a lot of I mean I don't follow her specifically but I know like a lot of people who really sort of enjoy her kind of stuff I think she's a bit old school yeah she? she's definitely more yeah. old school it's like yeah. the paisley curtains and things but mm. um but yeah I think also it's whatever resonates with you you know it's you've got to feel comfortable it's the same like you might love a tv show and you might tell a friend about it and they just don't vibe with it but that's fine it's not to say either of you are right or wrong it's just the way that we process information and the way that we appreciate receiving information is so different so finding something i would um just a word of warning online is that anyone and this includes for me sadly if anyone like dms you purporting to be a astrologer or a psychic or a tarot reader and says i mean they use the kind of um like language I use is ridiculous I'll say things like beep you from the ancestors can I beep you from the ancestors can I like do a reading there's a small donation never ever accept this no good astrologer psychic tarot reader facilitator will ever DM you and ask you for this these people set up fake accounts so you'll probably get followed by a cosmic cures with an extra s on the end and then they go through and they'll you know ask you to donate money so always block and report them just you know you have some discernment when it comes to, to to who's approaching you and if you do feel the call to get like a deeper reading then don't feel in all embarrassed or uh, or you know don't feel that you can't reach out to someone and say like can we just have like a five minute like chat or can, can you tell me more about what you do because it is an exchange of energy and you want to make sure before you're like signing up for something or paying for something that it's an exchange of energy that's going to be good for you oh that's such good advice yeah of course why not ask some more questions if you're going to pay somebody for their service like make sure it's it's the right one for you such good advice Bex um final question and that's something that I ask every guest as we wrap up the episode and we tie it back to the theme of the episode so in this case Bex what is something from the astrology world uh, we could all implement into our daily lives that would help us on our mission to building and living a happier life? I would say it's the awareness that you are always on the path that is meant for you. You're never on the wrong path in life. You're always either just 
possibly like plugging into high vibrations or low vibrations. So even when you're in a time of feeling anxious, of feeling sad, of feeling lost, then it's not that you're going in the wrong direction. It's just that there are lessons to be learned that you haven't possibly processed yet. So with astrology, what that helps us do is it helps us understand our own high vibrations. It helps us see the light. It helps us tune into these higher frequencies and suddenly things become clearer and we get to then assimilate the lessons. We get to suddenly realize that we were supposed to be on this journey all along and things become so much more expansive for us and it becomes part of like this beautiful beautiful trip that we're taking in our own existence amazing stuff thank you again so for more on you and you're going to be in the uk as well so maybe people if they're in the area could even get an in-person reading yeah so how do people find you again bex so primarily i post a lot on my instagram which is cosmic underscore cures with one s Please just block anyone else that um, approaches you. Um, and then on the link in my bio, you'll be able to go onto my website. And it's through that that you can sign up to the Astro Guide subscription. Or um, I've got a workshop that actually is all about mastering the basics of astrology, which is a guidebook and a, a video. So if you want to take another step into astrology, I've got it's purely, it's very much for beginners, but it tells you everything. It's like an intense two hour workshop um, that I really recommend if people want to delve into their birth chart more. And it takes you right from scratch through to being able to read transit charts. Um, so take a look at that. And then, yeah, I will, hopefully I'll be in the UK from May and I'll be doing some events and festivals, some pop-ups and workshops and things in, in London. Um, in India, I do uh, events at Soho House Mumbai every month. So yeah, yeah. there's lots of ways to connect. Busy, busy. Yeah. And um, finally as well, like you do the, these readings online too. So I guess via a video call. So that's something that we could explore too. I mean, we being the listener. Yes, definitely. <laughs> yeah. And and all of like my actual foray into like truly taking this full time professionally was during COVID. So a lot of it was born from video chats and I find they work absolutely wonderfully and it means I connect with people all over the world I've done readings for women in Canada in Singapore in Iceland um, and you know and I'm in India and I'm still got my clients over in England so if you feel called to connect and have an either a birth chart reading or an oracle card reading then yeah get in contact or some cosmic coaching exactly cosmic coaching is also I'm actually going to be releasing a really exciting um, sort of like coaching course that will take place over six weeks which will be launched at the kind of mid-April and that's going to be all about how to recognise and connect the planetary archetypes within yourself in order to plug into these high vibrations so it's going to be a very in-depth look at your birth chart over six weeks so I'm really excited about launching that oh my gosh I love the sound of that yeah. that sounds awesome Bex Cosmic Cures thank you so much oh, thank you so much for having me it's been such a pleasure chatting and I'm so glad that you love India as well. I really, really do. It's special. It's magical. It is magical. <laughs> Time machine, please take me back to Goa. Hello, it's Gabby back with you. Thank you again to Cosmic Cures Bex, not just for a brilliant conversation, learning about astrology and our birth charts, but also for giving me such an amazing reading too. If this is something that you are finding interesting and would like to explore further, I highly encourage you going to Bex's website, checking out her stuff and maybe sending her a message if you are interested in getting a reading with her. 
So we are coming to the end of this episode of the Happier Life Project with me, Gabby Sanderson. Thank you so much for listening. Now it's time for the important housekeeping. If you are suffering with your mental health, there is a crisis button on the My Possible Self app, which will signpost you to the correct information for immediate expert advice. Those of you who are listening on one of the podcast platforms, the My Possible Self app is completely free to download, so you don't need to worry about it costing you anything. If you found this episode helpful, please subscribe and leave us a review. And to find and follow us on social media, if you're not already there, we are at My Possible Self, and I've been at Radio Gabby. Please do take care, guys, and I'll see you on the next one. Bye for now.